0: Hey guys, it's Janice. If you love this podcast and you've gotten great value and maybe a bit of entertainment out of past episodes, please consider a donation in support of both my podcast fees and my coffee habit. There's no obligation. Just click the link below and thanks so much for your support. Now on to today's episode.
1: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care.
0: Hey, hey, and welcome to Connections Coffee and Confidence with me, Janice. Hey, have you heard of content pillars? Lots and lots of people are talking about them. And I think even more people are using them. Maybe you are. And that's cool. I use them too for my clients' social media and my own. They are helpful pieces of the communications puzzle. Because that's what it feels like sometimes, eh? a bit of a puzzle, with loads of pieces that apparently fit together. Those pieces actually are meant to fit together, and they're meant to work for you. But so far I've noticed that everyone giving their free webinar or or their download on content pillars, they're all missing the same thing. So while you might be using content pillars, I wonder if you're seeing the intended results from them, as in bottom-line results. Today I want to snap those pieces of the puzzle together for you. The ones that join the content with the results. Hi, I'm Janice Fogarty and I'm a communications strategist and consultant. The Connections Coffee Confidence Podcast is for professional women entrepreneurs who have established themselves and their business, and they're ready to get serious about using the power of communication to surpass their business goals. On this podcast, I discuss everything from leadership to establishing a business vision to the intricacies of creating messaging, publicity, and more. I speak to women who excel in communications in their business, whatever they do and get an inside look at how they created a thriving livelihood. So top up your mug, and welcome to this week's episode. I'm not bashing content pillars, just to be clear. I don't want you thinking that you have to scrap everything you're doing right now and start fresh, that you've been wasting your time. They are handy little things, truth be told, When it comes to creating content, having these pieces at the ready are one of the keys to streamlining the process, and streamlining is good. Now, just so we're all on the same page, let me clarify right now. Content pillars are the themes or topics that you rely on time and time again to round you out as a brand sometimes people call them your third messaging and I really have an issue with that but that is not the song I'm singing today. I like to think of them in my own work as story topics as things that you talk about that can help your audience identify with you. You can't be seen to be about business all of the time because let's not forget people buy from people not from a business So your pillars are meant to help people connect with you on a deeper level. Your pillars might be your dog, your flower garden, your love of watching money heist, your morning routine and exercise. They could be vintage calculators, spreadsheets, apples, candles, and robot movies. Or even something like Scandi Noir series with subtitles, swimming, vodka, coding, and cats. Okay, believe it or not, coming up with that random string of things, that was really hard for me. But you get the idea, right? Content pillars are topics you rely on to create content around. Pillars, because they support your content. The common advice is to have about five pillars to rotate through. Ideally, you don't do the Monday is Scandi Noir day, Tuesday is Swimming Day, and so on. That creates boredom most people lose interest. And that is definitely not what you're looking to do with your content. And I completely understand the appeal of pillars. Like I said, I use them myself in a way. I look at them as story types. So I have a certain set of stories that I use for my clients, and these stories are rehashed and revised and rewritten on a frequent and regular basis. I use the stories because they're designed to go with the particular client's audience and goals. And that, I believe, is the difference. That is what is not being talked about. Tell me, when you're using the pillars, do you just talk about your flower garden and leave it at that? Okay, probably not, because you know you're supposed to ask a question. You're meant to engage people. And the easiest thing to do there is to ask people to tell you about their garden, what their favorite thing to grow is. Do they have any tips for the best fertilizer for tomatoes? Or do you use a still frame from Money Heist and ask if anyone else goes around mimicking Denver's off the wall laugh in the English version? Sometimes an innocuous engagement post with a question is fine. If you want your social media to be seen, yep, an engagement post is great to get the algorithm firing you up but what will you post after that when you've gotten the algorithm's attention how do you capitalize on that because knowing if other people's cats love sitting on their laps too yeah that's not going to pay your bills but what if you aren't really into social media what if you want to speak on podcasts or write guest blog posts or have a column in the local newspaper What if those are already your primary sources of referrals and sales? Are these content pillars of any use to you? Well, yeah, they are. They still serve to round you out as a brand, to help you become identifiable and to make a connection with your audience. But you probably use them as stories to frame your larger point. And that's the piece between a content pillar and your bottom line it frames your point. When you create any kind of content, spoken, visual, written, you need to have an intention behind it. And the content needs to serve that purpose. You have to frame your point. Now, I've seen some people talk about content pillars in a different term, like in terms of actual content types. So for example, quotes. Q&A Client Profile Behind the Scenes Or BTS For all you cool cats I'm not going to lie I figured I was way out of touch with current culture When I started seeing BTS on content Because I couldn't see How the content related to the K-pop band No BTS Behind the Scenes Anywho these types of pillars they're great as well i feel like they actually move closer to the missing piece because they feel like they're more purpose-driven there's something those types of content are designed to convey if you're just using these pillars in your marketing and pr you're leaving your work unfinished you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So just like when you're working in a puzzle and you come to the end, only to realize you're missing a piece and you're left with that feeling of frustration of like you just wasted your time and energy putting that thing together. And now what? It's unfinished. Human psychology doesn't like unfinished things that niggles at us. Maybe subconsciously, but it niggles all the same. You have this vague sense of unease. And maybe you'll try out a puzzle by that brand again, but oh man, if you get another puzzle where, okay, maybe it has all the pieces, but the cutting hasn't been done well so they don't fit together easily... You'll be even more frustrated, less likely to forgive and give them another chance. And you'll associate that brand with frustration, with not getting things done or not being done well. And you yourself, you're not a puzzle. Your brand, okay, your brand, you might create and sell puzzles. That is completely a thing, and if so, I love puzzles, and I think that's an interesting business. Please contact me so we can discuss you coming on to talk, I'm Interested. But even if you do create puzzles for a living, your marketing and PR should not create friction. Your audience shouldn't have to work to put together the pieces to figure out what they need to do next. Pillars, in the way that they are being talked about right now by so many people, are doing exactly that. They are leaving your audience hanging by not connecting all of the dots for them. What's missing from both types of those pillars in all of the advice I've read or heard, the webinars I have sat through, and the freebies I have downloaded has been the strategy. Specifically, the goal and the messaging. Most people talk about the audience and creating content that appeals to them. How talking about How you miss the wintergreen lifesavers that used to spark when you chewed them? Well, that'll just draw out people of a certain age towards your content and by extension to your business. But what's the mission-critical strategy behind all that? Like, what's the message? What do you want them to do when you've enticed their attention with that brilliant pick of lightning-like sparks flying out of a grinning face? Or with that cute story about how you and your brother used to have competitions to see just how many sparks you could get out of a single chew. Who could get the biggest spark or the most sparks in a single lifesaver? Somebody might enjoy reading your well-crafted content, but uh, so what? Strategy is the missing piece between your content and your bottom line. When you have a communications plan for your business... You'll know exactly what it is you want someone to know, think, feel, or do when they see your content. When you've mapped out your goal, you can develop your messaging to support it. Look, I walk you through the steps of matching your messaging to your goals, then breaking them down into content that helps you reach those goals in my Creating Your Social Media Content Strategy Masterclass. So if you feel like you need a system to help you reconcile the pillar types and the stories and and add in the very important aspect of your brand. And hey, let's not forget the messaging. Oh my gosh. Basically, all the things for creating content that works for your business. And how to batch that work for efficiency. That's all in that masterclass. So I will link to it in the show notes. Or you can just go to JaniceFogarty.com. It'll be there. Are content pillars bad? No. I always say it is much easier to speak when you know what you want to say and you have the ways to say it. That's like the foundation of my entire business. The name of the game, first and foremost, is consistency. And pillars are designed to help you have consistent things to talk about, primarily in your social media but in other forms of content as well. And once you get comfortable and in the habit of creating content. The next step is to make sure that content is working for you. If you've been using pillars to create your content up until now, that is brilliant. But look, creating social media, it's a lot of work. That's time, effort, energy that you could be using on things that directly make you money or give your life meaning and satisfaction, like, I don't know, sleeping going for a walk with the sunshine on your face but if you're using social media as part of your marketing and PR work make sure that you're actually using it by implementing a goal related strategy with messaging that tells your audience what you want them to know think feel or do hey before you pop off to I don't know listen to another episode review your social media or just carry on with your day, I just wanted to say thanks for listening. The podcast space is getting pretty crowded, and it's hard for independent podcasters to grow an audience without a bit of help. So I was hoping you could please and thank you, leave a rating and review, or like and subscribe, whatever's appropriate for the media you're listening on right now. Because your words, your action is incredibly helpful both to me and to the people who, just like you, are looking for some help with their communications. And if you take a pic and tag me at Janice E. Fogarty on Instagram, I'll enter you into a draw to win time with me so you can get my eyes and my ears on your communications challenge. Or we can just sit and have a coffee. Whatever you like. I really appreciate you listening and your support, and I hope you have a fan tastic rest of your day. Thanks so much for listening this week. I invite you to sign up for my email list or join me in the Connections Coffee and Confidence community on Facebook. Those are the people who get first dibs on any classes or products I create, and they benefit from the extras I can't get into in a podcast format. I also lovingly request that if you've enjoyed this podcast, you leave a review on Apple. When I see a new review, I get so excited, I almost spill my cappuccino froth. Almost. And if you're a woman entrepreneur who's ready to get serious about using the power of communications to grow your business, send me an email at janice at janicefogarty.com. All my details are in the show notes. Thank you again for listening today, and I'll chat with you again next week.